0: Hello, Sid Roth here with something more, and I've got two guests from the. So they're they're the closest I've ever gotten to Australia. That's where they're from, uh, Adam Thompson and Adrian Beale, Beale. and um, uh, Adam. Uh, I've i found out by just talking to you for a few minutes. You are very very prophetic, um, uh. But were you prophetic before that car accident?
1: No, I wasn't um i was a bit of a wild child and um uh i i was brought up in a christian home but i lost my way and i didn't really um you know didn't really know anything about god uh but i i was you know i i got caught up in the wrong crowd and um i you know i was yeah pretty messed up yeah okay you had this accident um tell me about it well you know i I came home from a party with a friend of mine called John, and, uh, you know, I did a stupid thing, drink driving. And uh, I was, uh, as I was driving home in a cold night in, in uh, Adelaide, Australia, uh, driving home, I was, I was pretty drunk where we I was seeing two of everything. Hmm. Uh, Aussie terminology, I was legless. But <laughs> um, when I was driving in the car, it was so cold. I was, um, I'll have to remember that. I don't think I'll use it. But that's an interesting term. I'm, t- I'm pondering it. Legless.
0: Okay. How do you drive legless? No, never mind. Go ahead. It's just an it's an
1: Aussie terminology. Okay. But I was driving and it was a cold night and the windows were foggy, so I was trying to drive and clean the windows at the same time, which is pretty stupid, especially when you're intoxicated. And then all of a sudden these mud flaps of this big truck came out of the nowhere and bang, just hit, went under a truck and... We totally rid off the car and uh, we were sort of trying to work our way out of the car. But I was so drunk and the, the truck driver knew that I was intoxicated, He called the cops and there was a scene of police and uh, it was a real mess. So um, I knew I was in a lot of trouble. I knew that I uh, uh, probably would be arrested and put in jail. Um, my friend was intoxicated as well, but I went off as I was police everywhere, and, and there's a big scene. I went off a little bit on the side, and I I started praying. And um, my f- friend, John Petter, he said to me, what are you doing? I said, I'm, I'm praying, and I'm asking God to get me out of this. And if he does, I'm going to commit my life to him. And uh, What was the probability you would get out of this without a problem? What was the probability? if You, you could get out. Yeah, if I could get out of it, I... Um, I would uh, walk with the Lord and 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 give no, my whole... No, you know, if he didn't get you out, oh, if what he would didn't. Have happened? If he didn't get me out of it, I probably would have been arrested, probably incarcerated, you know, in prison for a, uh, for a short time, and then I, I would have lost my license for about twelve months, and and uh, would have had that on okay, my record. Okay, so you prayed, and what happened? So I prayed, and the police officer came to me, and wanted me to breathe into this, uh, like, in the breathalyzer to test my breath. And I was trying hard to uh, to to not be drunk, trying to act sober. And I blew in this machine, and uh, my heart was racing. There was an adrenaline, and then he went up to the actual. Uh, he went up to the light to see the machine, and it was completely zero. It was completely negative. And the police officer said to me that uh, you know you're free to go, um, and I was stunned. So uh, that following week, on the Sunday, I uh, went to church and. Uh, respond to the older call and gave my heart to God
0: but I have to ask you just briefly when did you start having your prophetic gift activated
1: well I I had this encounter in my living room uh, probably 10 years after my uh, decision for Christ uh, I, was, I became a workaholic and uh, I was a businessman and I had this encounter where the Lord Appeared to me in my living room, and he asked me, and, and I didn't really knew the scriptures uh, that well back then because I was so, you know, lukewarm with my faith, and, uh, and being coming home late at night, everybody was asleep, and and I was I was pretty tired. But the Lord appeared to me in the living room, and he asked me, "What do you want me to do for you?" Because I was I was frustrated, and I was mm-hmm. angry, and I was doubting God, and uh, he said, "What would you, What do you want me to do for you?" And I I was speechless at the time, but I I was thinking about it, and I said to the Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, all I want is wisdom. And I cried out to the Lord for wisdom. But what happened was, a long story short, I had this encounter and this impartation uh, of the Spirit of God. I I became revived within. And out of this encounter, I started to see things. I started to understand people's dreams. I started to, uh, um, you know be able to walk along the street and I can see what's wrong with a person. And uh, sometimes I knew their name, uh, mm. the, the cafeteria girl. I would know her name and, and, and what's wrong with their life. And, what, what's, you know, you know this it just, it just came upon me from that in, in, impartation I had when the Lord stood before me in the living room.
0: That, that is fascinating. We could talk the whole
1: something more about There's a about lot more this. to it, yeah. I, I,
0: I'm sure. Adrian, uh, the brief story of how you came to the Lord.
2: I was in a place of, uh, likewise, in a place of desperation. My life had had its uh, downs and its ups, but um, I, I got desperate and uh, I went back to uh, what I knew as God or church, and uh, I was re- uh, memorising the Nicene Creed. I used to ride a bike and uh, to work, so I, used to, I was reasonably fit then. I will try to maintain that fitness now, but I was ra- riding probably.
0: You're doing a whole lot better than me because. <laughs>
2: So I would ride to work, uh, and on the way I was memorizing the Nicene Creed. So you know, the very mm-hmm. God of Gods and Light of Lights, and so on. And uh, one time I was riding home uh, in uh, uh, where there's just open fields, and, and and basically on the on the highway, just going through these open fields, and I heard the audible voice of God say to me, uh, "I'm going to lead you to someone who's going to further your Christian walk." And I, I, I Excuse
0: me, did you say audible? Yes. That means it—it it, it sounded like me.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I looked at you.
0: Ever heard an audible no, voice of God before? N-
2: never, <laughs> never. But I was so hungry, and I think that was the key. God responded to my hunger.
0: But did God give it? I also have to ask this question: The hunger came from God, or did it come from you? Was it the chicken or the egg? No, I'm just teasing. And the answer answer is
2: yes. I think it all comes from God. Yeah, amen. Okay. So I guess then he put a desire within me for more of him. He discovered himself Mm -hmm. to me. And so then I I was hungry. I was trying to find God in in a creed. And then he said to me, I'm going to lead you someone. So he he said, you're scratching around the surface. I'm going to take you deeper. And that, that person introduced me to a Pentecostal church. Where as soon as the worship started, I, I was just overcome. I, the presence of God, the you know I was I was just I knew that I was meant to be Spe- there.
0: Speaking of presence of God, you two gentlemen realize there there has been such an increase. The minute you started talking about your visitation, is uh, it just kept getting stronger mm. and stronger. Does God want to do anything right this moment? I mean, the, there's such a nice presence of
1: God here. I, I, I don't want to miss anything. It is very strong. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, we'll see what the Lord does. I See okay. if he gives me some words of knowledge or maybe Adrian might get something. But we'll see what happens.
0: Okay. So, uh, Adrian, uh, was this church uh, connected at all with Adam?
2: Uh, we actually met there later uh-huh. on. So that was in 1985. In 1988, we happened to be going to the same Bible college together. And so that, of course, then caused us to meet there, at which time Adam was an artist. So prophetic, now he's a prophet and or, and uh, he also is an artist. So we, we often see the people who are very arty to be prophetic because they're right. actually capturing a vision something right. from within. Um, he he painted a, paint, a painting for me, and I will show it to you afterwards of uh, Daniel in the Lion's Den, which it hangs on my lounge room or my uh, living room wall.
0: Yeah, we'll be B-roll when this is played. Everyone will see it. So describe it.
2: It's a picture of Daniel looking into the into a light that seems to be streaming down through uh, uh, a narrow opening, and lions, uh, si- as, as it were, silenced around him, moving, looking warily at at Daniel.
1: Yeah, it was a prophetic sign. He gave me an image to sort of translate and copy it, you know, uh, just to sort of get some idea. But it is a prophetic sign because we had no idea that we were going to come together 10 years later because we sort of went Hmm. missing in action after that. And uh, we separated. And 10 years later, God brought us together in a ministry of dreams and visions. So it's a prophetic sign that I did that for him.
0: Well, you you know, your book here, The Divinity Code, uh, to to understanding your dreams and visions uh i've never heard of a book that is so inclusive uh we're talking about 3000 metaphor dictionary a dictionary on names and places um did how how did this book evolve
2: well you know see it took us five years to put that together i'm sure I don't know how you did
0: it even in five years.
2: <laughs> and there were, there were times in that where we were in the tunnel and still trying to see the light at the end of that tunnel and whether, whether the body of Christ would be in that place or the church would be in that place where it could accept what God was giving us, the revelation God was giving us. Why wouldn't they accept it? it, it was that, well, we were actually uh, were called um, heretics. heretics for our teaching or, or for the revelation that we were bringing to the body of Christ. We, we were, in a sense, this was in 2005, 2006, and so it was yet to be unveiled to the body of Christ, particularly in Australia. I think in America you had uh, John Paul Jackson. You had mm-hmm. some real pioneers yeah. who've done a lot of work in this area, but the revelation that God was giving us was a burden that we felt like... It was quite
0: a, it's kind of new for Australia.
2: Yes, it was very new for I Australia, see.
1: Very, and Australia, it's in some respects, is conservative, particularly the town we we come from. Yeah. And um, even though it's all backed up by scripture, it was outside of their box and they really uh, gave us some grief. But we loved them, we blessed them, um, but it was, it was a hard time. But one of the things can i say that really, really opened up for America for that book was a man called James Watt. He was the last remaining elder of the Lateran Revival. Uh, he's passed away since, but he had an encounter. He had a, uh, an encounter in Israel in 92, I think, and the Lord appeared to him and spoke to him. He said, one of the keys to the end-time revival is dreams and visions. So he was so shaken by this encounter. He tried to find the right books. He couldn't find really anything that, that witnessed to him. But somebody sent him our book, and uh, he was one of the first persons to endorse it and really embrace the whole thing and, and contact us. And we visited him in his home. He prayed for us. It was a great experience, but he was—he really was—that that what really helped us uh, to, to sort of the doors to open in America for us. Adrian,
0: why are dreams so important? Uh, because as we talked uh, before we started this show, uh, and I said, you know, uh, one of my greatest liabilities is one of my greatest assets, is that's I'm a very logical, pragmatic type of person, and. Uh, the 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 dream business is just too mysterious. I I mean I could say it, it means this, and I could genuinely think it, but it really means something else. And 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 so I just kind of almost ignore it many times. I I hate to say this, but I do.
2: I think you're not the only one in that boat. I think there are many people that do that. Most most people come to us and they say that their dream, they had a weird dream last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we oh, we
0: call it in the States a pizza dream.
2: Yes. <laughs> the, all right. And so do you know that that's a funny thing is that uh, the the British cheese board did a study and they found that if you ate a certain amount of cheese before you went to bed, that more people would actually dream. And yeah, so, but
0: then more people would die too because <laughs> cheese clocks... <laughs> no, never mind.
2: <laughs> well, maybe in their sleep. No. <laughs> Um, you know, as Jesus uh, spoke uh, in uh, parables about the kingdom, dreams are a parable. It's a narrative which parallels something in the person's life. And generally that, that that parallels something that's a burden on their heart or something that they're involved in, important in their life. So it could be their health. It could be their family. It could be uh, personally themselves. In, in For a Christian, whether God's on the throne or whether in, they're on the throne. And so God will address those things in a dream or a vision, but as a parallel. And as that narrative or that story is being heard, what it does is it bypasses our natural defense mechanism. And the, it's an imprint, in, in impartation or imprint of, the, of the, the images that are there, then gets us intrigued with that. And if we then uh, can go and uh, go deeper behind that with the spirit of understanding, we can see what lies behind the story, that the surface story. Does that sort of make sense?
0: Oh, it makes sense. And as a matter of fact, we spend half of our life sleeping. And if if it's easier, that's what I'm hearing you say. It's easier for God to talk to me with all my defenses down for half of my life. And if I'm throwing it out with the dirty bathwater, I'm missing a lot.
2: That's true. That is so true. Yeah. It doesn't it say in job thirty three that God will speak to a man once or twice through a dream or a vision to, to to change and to move things for him? It does say that
0: now, why are you two together? Why did God knit the two of you?
2: There is, there is a chemistry that Adam has a particular gift, a, a very powerful prophetic gift. I have a prophetic teaching gift, and so the revelation that God has given Adam, I'm able to tie it to the scripture. Uh, but I'm very pragmatic, very uh, heady, if you mm-hmm. like. But what I would like to say to you is that uh, this, you can catch this in a good way. And it, it's an imp- there is an impartation that takes place and an understanding that takes place that takes you to see things differently. Not only It's not only for dreams and visions, but it also helps them when you're studying Scripture because Scripture is a narrative with the stories beneath the surface. And we miss so much of that, particularly in the Old Testament. And I believe that you need both old and new. The new is just the window to the kingdom. But the, king, the kingdom opens with the keys, the keys of the kingdom from the Old Testament. And you need both. As you, the scribes got to have both old and new. In, in the end of Matthew, the parables.
0: And, and most Christians just have a Bible without the Old Testament even connected. That's right. It. Okay. Here I, again, my pragmatic side is coming out now. I read this book and use it the way you intended it to be. I listen to the two CDs in which you uh, mentor us in understanding. I even read the book, The Supernatural Man. What? Uh, uh, give me a couple of sentences. What is this book about?
1: The book is about how to walk uh, the way Jesus walked. Jesus is a forerunner for us he came and uh on planet earth to be a forerunner god as a man and uh he hand the baton to us and we can walk in that same realm as a supernatural person uh, not as a natural man but as a supernatural man to bring the to usher the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven wherever you walk to be a sign and a wonder rather than having signs and wonders around you the signs and wonders are uh, governed through you okay
0: i have no doubt when john paul jackson was here He could do a masterful job of interpreting dreams. Yes. I have, even though I've just met you two, uh, because you've already demonstrated this for me, I have no doubt that you can interpret my dream or staff members' dreams, which you've already done. But if I read both books, if I listen to the two CDs, what's going to happen to me when you guys go to Australia?
2: Well, you you will be uh, left with a body of information or understanding that should take you the next step. Uh, This is not um, a formula, and this is not the be-all and end-all to dream interpretation. Really, the key to dream interpretation is being in tune with the Spirit of God. Earlier, we were talking about the presence of God here. The presence of God is the kingdom where the presence is the kingdoms is active and that's what we need more we don't need a body of knowledge what we need is more of the presence we do need knowledge but we need the presence of god
0: okay i have the presence but i need the knowledge <laughs> what's going on so, th- so uh, you're saying to forget everyone right now to me are you saying to me if i digest everything i will be able to not be uh like a blind man driving my car when it comes to dreams is that what you're I, saying
1: i believe so yeah and if, if you uh, have
0: you got testimonies of
1: people just
0: like average do. people that, that that go through this and now all of a sudden uh the missing link is
1: there and now god's talking to them and and, and bypassing all these defenses well, some of the conferences well, just about every conference we have letters coming all over the world saying our lives are never the same again i'll tell you what let's hold that thought uh because
0: for an investment of forty. I want to get this package into your hands so that God can speak to you without the defenses there and not speak to you in a way that you pragmatically say, I'll never understand that. So why bother? But speak to you so that you will understand because it's important to God and it's important to you and it's important for your destiny. So for an investment of $45, I'd love to send you this package. We'll be right back. And I want to find out why does God do these uh, symbols and parables and things like that as opposed to just tell me straight. Would you like to know the answer? Be right back. Call our order only line 1-800-447-2697. Two six nine seven. Although said Roth with something more, Adrian Beale and Adam Thompson and um, I, I asked a question before we went to break, and that is, why isn't God as pragmatic as me? H- if He tells me go to the moon, I don't know how to do it. I would go to the moon. That's all He has to do. But he, why does He have to put it in these codes and these metaphors?
2: How frustrating.
0: Yeah, can you hear it in my voice? <laughs> just slightly. <laughs> just
2: slightly. The um, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 13 says that the Spirit of God teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And so our understanding of Scripture helps us or it becomes the lens through which we look at what God is saying. And so all of that time that we've spent in the Word... Is not wasted. It becomes the body of knowledge that God then uses to fill out the picture of what he's saying to us. And, and so that he is always, speaking to believers. All right? And believers then should be able if to... If
0: I was God, I'd bypass that whole thing. I'm just <laughs> telling
2: you. I would. <laughs> Doesn't it make it much more interesting? What if, what, if, what if the kingdom were in such a dimension that we couldn't understand it? So what he does is he puts it into a story for us so that we can then grab a hold of that story and, and envisage that story. Images, we hold images quicker than we do words by na- as natural, you because know, we're visual, mm-hmm. more visual. And so therefore, we hold that imagery for a longer time. Uh, it's really important then when you do have a dream that you write it down, because otherwise it, it escapes you, doesn't it, after a period of time. I've
0: noticed that myself. Oh. And I have a little pad now that I start writing them down. Uh, and and then it doesn't escape
2: me. We advocate that, and sometimes with smartphones now, you can get an app that just you can just record your your dreams, so, so you just speak into it, so you don't have to find or find in the dark to, to do it. And we well, sometimes we have uh, pens that light up in the dark, so that people can actually write the dream down without waking their partner or their you know their spouse up.
0: Uh, can you can you shed some more light for me as to why God is doing it this way versus the pragmatic way?
1: Well, because I I believe that God uh he wants seekers he wants people to seek him out and to search him and and, and to have communion with him and uh um, you know i believe god puts it in parable so we can search out the mystery and we can see it, it helps us to seek him, seek him out and um i believe that uh you know if we don't understand the parable um and a lot of people don't initially um there's a sign there that that we're not really understanding Uh, We are not understanding the language of heaven. It's like a language. So as we grow into this language, right, it says in, in Hebrews six, we move on from the elementary teachings of Christ and we go into maturity and God wants us to, to mature, to understand the language of heaven. You see, um, when I shared earlier about the, I mean, it'd be pretty bad if we get to heaven and can't speak. That's exactly right. (laughs) And, um, and, you know, it's a wisdom that comes from above. And remember earlier, I asked the Lord for wisdom. Perhaps. Well, I had that encounter, but it's for everybody. It's not just for me as a guru. Um, uh, Jesus made a comment. He said that uh, there's one greater than Solomon here. He mentioned this. He's talking about the Queen of the South coming. And um, and he talked about um, uh, Solomon. And he said, but there's one greater than Solomon here. He's talking about himself. But that one greater than Solomon can be activated inside of us which is Christ and give us such revelation to be able to commune with the father and that's what I believe it's about is he wants us to search it out it says in in in, um, proverbs "It's the glory of God to conceal a matter but it's the glory of kings to search it out so he wants seekers he wants us to knock and the door be open he wants to seek and find and knock and the door will be open and he is there at the door and Jesus is the door by the way so
0: so so Adrian. Can, can uh, I, for I? someone like, but, 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 uh, you're like me from what you've told me.
2: Uh, didn't it frustrate you ame- uh, uh, when you first started in this area? Well, initially, Adam had a gift, and I used to go to him with dreams, my right. dreams and others' dreams. See, and I don't want to do that. I want
0: to know it for myself.
2: Mm. But the good news is now that I'm interpreting dreams and I'm teaching other people to interpret them, which means that it's catchable. It's doable. Good. It's mm. doable. It's impartable. you know know, one impartable do you mean that you could pray
0: and uh people watching would get an impartation to understand their dreams better is that what you're saying yes i like that but i'm i would say we're a mcdonald's generation instant
2: (laughs) but adam also in that hebrews passage that adam was talking about yeshua as the uh you know the, the coming one and so on uh, it also says that by practice you increase your discernment. And so we, we'll we'll pray certainly in this this segment and we'll impart the, the spirit of understanding so that people can start to see beyond the narrative of the dream or the vision or the scripture to see y- the, what lies beneath it. So it's, we're not just looking at the, the, uh, the spaghetti western, but we're actually looking into the stores and seeing what's really behind them.
0: What about, I know this is kind of left field, but it, it, the question's coming to me. What about getting a dream from the demonic? How do you know the difference?
2: You know, the, well, there are basically three sources to our dreams. We, we all know God dreams, and we mm-hmm. label them as such. Now, the, the devil does have this capacity. So when Jesus was uh, in the wilderness, he was led up on, a, on the mount, and he was shown all the kingdoms of the world. Well, they didn't all exist together. And there wouldn't be a place physically that you could go. If you went to Everest, you wouldn't yeah. see all the kingdoms of the world. And so we know that the devil has this capacity. When we're looking for uh, a, d- a demonic influence, or when we're picking up a demonic influence in a dream interpretation, we go, what's the door for that to come in? All right, and so the, the Bible says in Ephesians, don't give any foothold or any mm-hmm. ground for the enemy to come in. Normally, it's, there's, there's been a trauma. There's been uh, uh Unforgiveness. Or some sort of holding a person to a debt, you know. So, so, what I say to people is this: If, if you were checking yourself and you're getting a, a repeat dream, particularly that's tormenting you, mm-hmm. then I would say to them, can, can I just ask you this question: I say, if all all the, the fields were down and there was no uh, restriction, would you like an apology from that person? And if they say yes, then what that shows is their heart still old, holding the person. T- owing a debt to them and they need to release them it says in matthew 18 from their heart otherwise they'll be given over to torment the, also the other thing that there are three sources to our dreams god dreams uh, the devil can can come into our dreams and our own heart flavors our dream ezekiel 14 says if, if a man comes to me or comes to the prophet and he's seeking guidance it says i the lord will answer him according to the idol in his heart
0: Oh, well, that's pretty profound.
2: It's very profound, which means that when we do come to God, we've got to be heart, heart, heartful or mindful of what, uh, where our heart is at. And so we need to remove the idol. But what's the idol? So if God's there and I have an idol and I'm looking at God saying, yes, that's the person I need to marry, or that's the car I'm going to buy, or that's the job that you've got for me, and I'm set on that, God allows me according to that. Hmm,
0: that's a little scary, it actually. Is. It so, what what is the very first thing we should do? We have the dream. You've already told me. Uh, I've got a little pad next to my bed, and I write my dream down, and then I try to get back to sleep. Then I wake up in the morning. What's the very next thing that I should do?
1: Should ask the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, give me insight, and uh, show me what what you know. What are you expressing here? What hmm. What are you trying to tell me? And it's best to look at the, uh, the whole overall dream first. And uh, uh, as Adrian was saying earlier in the day, that context is, is the actual key. So um, you look at the whole context. And, um, you, know, the, the, you know, the book you were talking earlier about, The Divinity Code, doesn't interpret your dreams. It's the Holy Spirit can express it. So you always ask the Holy Spirit. and uh, And also it's good to share it with other people to your dreams people who are you know who have been mentoring you or, and ask them what mm-hmm. they think as well and uh, that they might confirm what the holy spirit is saying so um you know i would it's sort of like uh, uh, interpreting a dream is like you know how you see these little children books where it's called join the dots yes you actually connect the dots. yeah when you actually have all the metaphors come together and when you ask the holy spirit to bring it and bring the metaphors together it's you start to see the picture come in place
0: That that has to be a very exciting rewarding moment
1: it is when that yeah. happens and you start to get the revelation you go wow God is speaking to me uh, whether it's a warning or whether it's the promises of heaven to be revealed to you or whether it's is deliverance for your family or healing for your family you know and 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 it's not just about the dream we can activate it and see it manifested on earth, and that's what we see. We see the actual dream become substance through healings, miracles. We've seen so many amazing things happen with dreams and visions, especially you know, give me, healing. Uh,
0: give me just one that comes to, to mind and what happened.
1: Well, I whet my appetite so that I'll really be happy
0: about writing down these... Uh, 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 parables and codes. I, I think
1: uh, well, there's many of them, but one that comes to my mind is the the one with the uh, lady in Canberra with the child. Do you want to share share that? No, this isn't one. Of, this is not a
2: dream that we had, but somebody bought the book, mm-hmm. and six months to a year later, uh, they uh, their daughter What happened was that they had a dream that there was somebody. In the, they, they dreamt that they were on the bed, they woke up and there was a, a gynaecologist on the end of the bed from when they had children. And the gynaecologist said to her, what does this person mean to you? And the, the person who had the dream happened to be a care worker and that person's name was one of her old clients and it meant that she had to drive to the other side of the city to go and visit that client. Now the name of this, of the client or The name of the client and then the name of the suburb that that person lived in was the daughter's surname. Hmm. So she she put two and two together. She said, gynecologist and my daughter, my daughter's pregnant. So she rang her up and she asked her whether she was pregnant. And her daughter denied it. So she tried the next trick and that was to ring up her son-in-law. And she said, congratulations, I understand that so-and-so's. Now
0: that, that woman's got chutzpah. That's <laughs> a <anger> Hebrew <laughs> word. It means nerve, boldness." <laughs> <laughs> <wellness. laughs>
2: she did. And he denied it. But that night, her daughter rang up crying, saying, you and God have undone me. I'm booked for an abortion tomorrow, and you've, wow. un- you've undone my plans. Wow. Wow. Isn't that incredible?
1: That is wonderful. Mm. We have so many testimonies like that. It's just, it is, it, we wouldn't be doing this if there wasn't testimonies. <laughs> I, I
0: mean, I, you know, I, I, again, I see how necessary it is. Oh, what do you do to someone that says, I never dream"?
2: Apart from smacking around a bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't do that. You'll know my disciples by their love. Exactly. you got to kidding. Some people do that, and I ask them, have you ever prayed the prayer and say, stop this? You know, I don't like the, what I'm receiving in the night because sometimes it's what they've actually confessed with their mouth.
0: So I, it's almost a curse because if, you, if you're blocking God speaking to you, to me,
2: that's a curse. Yes, it is. And when you, when you realize that God wants to speak to you every day, in a, in a poetic language, this is one of the reasons why it is a parabolic, or why it does come in metaphors, because if you know the Scriptures, a third of the Scripture is, in metaf- is, is poetry. So in our modern Bibles, everywhere you see that ragged edge. So we know, song as, we know Job to Song of Songs is poetry, but did you know that the prophets are poetry too, because all that ragged edge says it's not in prose, it's actually in poetry. Hmm. And so if, if a third of the Bible's poetry, and it's the language of love, as we would recognize in the secular world, if you're speaking to your loved one, you might use a bit of poetry because it envisages, it brings a picture to mind. And so wouldn't God, a God and the kingdom of love, speak to us with images from that love? And so that's another reason why he mm-hmm. uses poetry.
1: Yeah, and the reason, uh, with people who don't, who can't dream, uh, we do, uh, when we do the conferences and some people say, oh, look, I don't dream, can you pray for me? We actually impart and uh, Paul says in Romans, the Apostle Paul says that how long to impart my gift into you. So there is an impartation of this, and we have people contact us and say, well, I can't stop dreaming. I've never dreamed, but now I just can't stop dreaming. What have you done to me? And uh, when Adrian's joking around about slapping around, we do actually put hand- we do lay hands on people, but in a nice way, we impart, we impart the the. the, can, the you, gift.
0: can you can uh, you impart as effectively? because people, you can't lay hands on people that are watching us no. uh, or listening to us on radio. Can you
1: impart with the spoken word? Uh, we can. We could, If someone can touch the screen or touch their iPhone or whatever it is, we can, we can pray and decree. We believe that that, that, uh, that can happen. God can do anything.
0: Well, then, when we come back with something more, I would like you to impart two things. I, I want you to impart... So that people that don't dream will start dreaming. And I want you to impart revelation of dreams. Mm. And I'm almost, you know, I read this uh, in the notes uh, that what you want to impart is it's so important for us to not miss this, that we need a hunger. I I mean, I, I have to tell you, just talking to you guys I can't wait to go to sleep. No, I'm 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 teasing, but no, I'm serious. I can't wait to go to sleep. I want to dream. I want to hear from God with all these defenses gone. Uh, Tell me things that uh, God does in dreams. You said warnings. What else?
1: He can give you warnings. He can show you the promises of God. He can show you uh, what He has for you because we're His children and we're heirs to God and His kingdom. Uh, one case with a vision that God, because visions are the, uh, 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 pretty much a dream while you're awake, and we, we could probably talk about that later, but I actually got a full uh, brand new $40,000 car through having a, dr- a vision in the night of uh Lord showing me, because I needed a car at the time, and I just celebrated that before I got it. I just Faith is actually... Celebrating it, getting excited. Right. And somebody handed but, but you got excited because you saw it in a dream. Because, you couldn't have gotten excited. If because you hadn't I take seen that it. as the word of the Lord. <laughs> now, you can get the word of the Lord in dreams and visions. And, uh, you know, with the Apostle John in, in Revelation chapter 1, he says he turned and he saw the voice of God.
0: Well, you know, we didn't even get to the visions part, but this is all handled in the book, uh, The Divinity Code and the book, Supernatural Man Learn to Walk in Revelatory Realms of Heaven and the two teaching CDs. I can't wait to get it into your hands. It's we, w- we want for an investment of $45. And I like to use the word investment because you are investing in the kingdom when you get this gift. You're investing in the kingdom operating in yourself. And you're investing in the kingdom of we we believe that by going to the Jew first, it opens up a greater door to reach Gentiles with the gospel than going to the Gentile first. And so your money is any profits we make go into reaching Jewish people to be a catalyst for the greatest Gentile revival in history. I'll be back with something more. And I know you'll be back because we're going to pray for impartation for you. Something more coming up. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. 447 2697 Sid Roth here with something more, and I'm going to tell you something. There are people here that want to know... What is the difference between a dream and a vision?
1: Well, a vision is uh, pretty much having a dream while you're awake. So when you're asleep, uh, most of us sleep about six to 10 hours a night. And uh, when you're asleep, you, uh, your subconscious mind is, is, is awake, but your mind and your brain is resting. But uh, you dream and around about the fourth watch of the night, Uh, you have lots of dreams but right before you wake up. So um, uh, that's why fasting is good, because when you actually go to sleep, you're only actually on a short fast. That's why they call it break fast when you eat. Hmm. So when when you go on a short fast, it's the longest period of the day when you don't eat. It's when you sleep. So towards the end, you start to dream more. And in the New Covenant era, I believe when you fast, it's not a protest to God. I believe you become more sensitive to the spirit man. Right? I like that. And uh, when you listen to the word over and over and over, and I listen to it day and night. The word divides soul and spirit, so it gives you discernment. So when you fast, like during the day without sleeping, um, you can have visions. You can open yourself up to visions.
0: You, you told me uh, during the break that uh, you had, a, was it a vision or a word of knowledge uh, for someone?
1: I did. When I was sitting here I saw a young girl so that was a vision it was a vision would you would you pray it
0: right now for that person
1: well, I want to pray for a Jessica and uh, I saw this young girl she was at school and uh, it's quite traumatic for her because she had cancer behind the eye mm. and I saw it and uh, this is not from God it's from the enemy and uh, I decree through the power of the blood of Jesus that Jessica you are healed and uh, it happened 2000 years ago where you were healed Jesus took it on the cross, and through the power of the blood and the resurrection, I decree divine order through the eye and through the head of Jessica. And, Lord, we just thank you that you're revealing a revelation of how much you love Jessica, and we thank you for complete healing, and we thank you for a destiny of the kingdom on earth that is in heaven around Jessica's life, and we decree that through the power of the blood.
0: I love that. Uh, now, that is not uh, a parable, Or or symbolism? No, that that is straight.
1: That is straightforward.
0: And uh, are visions sometimes in mysteries?
1: Sometimes they can be. And but you, as I said before, you as you search it out and you grow and you know the word, you learn to discern what is actually what is a parable. The more abstract it is, the more it's a parable. The more straightforward it is, the more you know it's literal. You see, so it's actually a, a. Uh, you know it's a literal vision that god is showing you about uh, a a situation of a person's life like when i pray for people i can get that on the spot but when you actually receive visions you you go into like a trance state and there's nothing wrong with using the word trance because when peter in acts chapter 10 he was on the rooftop he went into a trance and he had that vision and it was quite abstract to him so there was a parable behind that when the Unclean right. animals came down, and he was talking about the Gentiles when the Lord said, kill and eat. And he said, surely not. But he woke up out of it. And as you read it, it says he was wondering what the vision meant. So he needed the interpretation for it. But in time, he realized when the Lord sent um, Cornelius's servants to come and collect uh, Peter to pray for, for for the family, they received a massive impartation, and he was the first... Uh, Italian to receive uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and become born again. So he worked out afterwards, this is what the Lord is saying, and he had this word through this vision.
0: You know what, uh, you talk about impartation for things such as hunger, hunger for mm. understanding dreams and visions. Yeah. I, I don't know if you two gentlemen know this but the more you talk the hungrier i'm getting to understand my dreams yeah uh, i mean it's it's wonderful it's it, it, it you're imparting by just talking to me yeah. now i would like the the two of you to teach just for a couple of minutes
1: what you're going to impart would you do that well i'm going to impart i'm going to pray and uh, when i when we pray this adrian's going to pray for revelation, I'm going to pray for hunger for God to speak to you in your dreams. For hunger for you to have dreams from God, and the Holy Spirit is going to release encounters as well. You can have encounters in the night, which is another thing as well. But dreams come first. And it, then... Is an encounter like a
0: visitation a from visitation. an angel or Jesus? Yeah, I have
1: many visitations of angels and uh, the, from the throne room of God. <laughs> And you can have encounters, um, but I'm going to pray for this for you to be hungry for this, because it's very important uh, for to be hung to be hungry for the things of God, and to seek seek out the Spirit of God. And um, when I pray for this, I believe you're going to have an uh, impartation or uh, an encounter. And I would like everybody who's watching this to to touch either your television screen, your laptop, or your, the radio, the radio. The iPhone or whatever it is, Um, if you're listening to the the radio in the car, touch as you you know as you pull over. I want you to pull over now. Don't do it while you're driving, and touch the radio. And we're going to pray, Heavenly Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit, I decree, Holy Spirit, that you are, you are, going right through the radios, through the laptops through the media right now lord i just prophesy that there's a massive impartation right now of the hunger the passion and lord jesus i thank you that you reveal yourself to these people lord that are touching uh, the radio right now who are touching the laptop the iphone i thank you holy spirit that you're having a massive impartation you're giving a massive impartation to these people lord and I thank you that the minds are opening up to receive. I prophesy to the pathways of the mind. I prophesy that the pathways of the mind are coming into the divine order over the revelation of Jesus Christ, the image of God. And I thank you, Lord, that there's, there's the word that becomes, Lord, the word is becoming flesh. It's manifesting into their body. That they're becoming Christ-like through these dreams and visions. I thank you for healings. I thank you for miracles. Lord, I thank you for, Lord, reconciliations in families through these dream encounters. I prophesy this through the power of Jesus, Jeshua. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy this in Jesus' name. Whoa,
0: I can sure feel that. Now you pray.
2: Amen. And together with that, its partner, of course, is the spirit of understanding and uh, one of the seven spirits of God so that you can see beyond the picture or the story that God is giving you, so that you can peel away the onion and see what's at the core of what it is that God wants to say to you. So what we have in in the gift of understanding, we impart to you right now. So touch that screen again. And Father, right now, I thank you for impartation, and I can sense the presence of God as it were ministering right now to you and imparting to you a gift of understanding. I release it right now in Yeshua, in the mighty name of Yeshua Hamashiach, Amen. Amen. Whoa! Is there anything else, either, if you want to impart? Why, why,
1: there's such a flow of God's spirit. I just feel for visions. For visions, yeah. Go, go for it, Father. I just prophesy, Lord. There's some people out there very hungry, and uh, one of the one of the um, uh, inspirations in my life that. God has used for a ministry was a man called William Branham, and there's so many people out there uh, who are believers who are hungry for that same type of mantle, and I believe it's going to come into such a great, in a great way, in a corporate level for this end time revival. And I prophesy, even the unbelievers out there, Lord, that they're going to see visions. They're going to have visions of Jesus. They're going to have encounters of Yeshua. Like in the name of Jesus, I prophesy this. In Jesus' name lord visions encounters put your hands on the screen right now put your hands on the radio and i prophesy holy spirit there's an impartation where they have visions in the night there's visions of jesus the revelation of jesus christ There's visions of words of knowledge that you're showing some of these believers for their unsaved families i i, I it's for years some people that i'm getting words of knowledge now there's some people here for years that, They're finding their families so hardened, and they've been persecuted. But these visions, what it takes is a few visions of the secrets of one person's heart can crack open their heart to receive the impartation of of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for revival that's breaking out in the families of America and worldwide. I prophesy this in Jesus' name. Wow. I'll tell you what.
0: I you know, I was saying half your life is in bed. Well, I where you know no a third of your life is sleeping, uh, but what if it's not wasted time beyond restoring your body? What if it's a time that God can get right into your heart and no filters and be able to warn you of things that are about ready to happen, be able to show you the good things that he has for your life, be able to change the bad stuff. I mean, if you don't want to see the bad stuff just to see the bad stuff. You want to change. You, you, well, this book, did God tell you to do this or was it just a... Rational thing to do based on what was going on
1: well what happened with me? I was a businessman, but I went through a financial meltdown i was i had uh i was quite well off and um I was in this castle i lived in this castle and uh all my finance was crashing like we could even we had hmm. some assets, but the cash flow was, was completely stopped dead and i and i uh, wanted to uh i needed money just to have food on the table so every monday night and uh someone kept leaving food at the end of the table hmm. uh, Sorry, food at the end at at, at the end, at the door of the house Come on, someone kept leaving kept leaving a parcel hmm. right of food and every monday night i'm thinking who's doing this and i said to my wife has the raven been yet <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out it was this guy and i haven't seen him for years and uh, well, he...
2: why did you do that i was just, i don't know it was just a god thing
1: yeah it was a god thing
0: i yeah. mean it had to be god i, I wouldn't Put a food packet next to someone that I
2: thought was wealthy. <laughs> no, our, our, <laughs> or you knew he. Our, was our happy. children went to the same school, and, so you knew what was happening. And my wife with had, told, had informed me that the things were tight for them. They were asset rich,
1: but they were cash flow poor. Okay, so uh, and then finally I realised it was him. And it's like we, Bible College, you know, it's been years since you know, we've really had been into a great dialogue. And I said, "Oh, Adrian, what do you, you know?" I was very humbled by it. So I invited him in and we, I said, at least make you a cup of coffee, you know. And then uh, when we're having a cup of coffee, I just started sharing some stuff. He started sharing some revelation. I started telling him about how, I don't know why, I have this dream interpreting gift. And we just it just kindled the whole relationship. And he was fascinated by it. And he said, what you're saying relates to this. He's bringing everything to the scriptures. He said, this is amazing. And then he kept bringing dreams. Every every Monday night, we just turned into organic Bible study. Just We just got together and we just indulged with the Word of God. And he kept bringing dreams every Monday night. And I thought, I have to work for my donuts now. <laughs> All right, I, I, I would want you to look in the camera and
0: tell someone how their life is going to be changed when they read the two books and listen to the two CDs on Understanding Dreams and Visions.
1: Well, I believe if you do read this book and have, a commun- have communion with the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to help you, your lives will never be the same again. We get so many testimonies, and I want to encourage you. This is not about Adam and Adrian. This is not about Sid Roth. This is about you and the Lord. This is about, I should say, this is about the Lord and you, all right? Having a communion with him. And dreams and visions bring us into, into the communion with God brings us into a relationship and i want to encourage you if you if you invest into this as sid was saying it's an investment uh you are actually investing into god you are you're investing into uh into the things of the spirit and you're hungry for it i can sense there's a lot of hunger out there with people watching this or listening to this i want to encourage you your lives will never be the same again and uh, this is a uh, this is all to do with the end time revival. People moving in this realm. Jesus was a seer. Jesus what? Jesus moved in visions. He saw Nathaniel by the fig tree. He saw that, and uh, he you know Jesus uh, had words of knowledge with the woman at the well, and uh, he moved in that realm. I believe it's 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 it. This is our inheritance. We can move. All of us move in that realm. So I want to encourage you. Invest into this. And you will see the glory of God through this.
0: I want you to look in the camera and tell people what will happen when they invest in this package.
1: You know,
2: investing in this package is a, is, is a, a picture of your heart hunger for the voice of God. And what this will do is it will allow you to hear God on a daily basis. It says in Psalm 105 verse 19, Until the time that his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested or tried him. It's talking about Joseph, Jacob's son. It says, until the time that his word came to pass, what was that word that had to come to pass? It was a dream from Genesis 37 that had to come to pass. Dreams and visions are actually the re- part of the Rima re- word of God for you in your situation, where God reveals issues that relate to the kingdom in and around you. And so what this does is it opens up a, a plethora of uh, ways to hear God, not only from scripture, not only from your time in prayer, but also now God can now download to you parables for you to uh, relate to your life and relate to scripture so that you can hear what God is saying to you on a daily basis. Okay. Consider yourself challenged. I want to
0: get the whole divinity code package in your hands for investment of $45. And I have to ask you this, Adam, give me in a, no more than a couple of minutes, your scenario for the end times and where we are right now.
1: I believe that um, uh, we are approaching the end times, uh, but I don't believe the end is near because I believe Jesus uh, uh, Jesus is coming back for a beautiful bride. I really believe that. And uh, the bride, I don't see the bride really in a place of being a stunning woman, metaphorically. And I believe that uh, there's time for the saints to uh, to be hungry and to be able to to rise up into that level of of, of coming into that place where we are attractive to the Lord. And um, I believe we're in a place where there's going to be some trials. I believe that uh, the world is is some of the things that are going on worldwide. We're, you know, we're on tender hooks. But I believe it, it, good's going to come out of that. I really do believe that. Um, like when you hear about uh, the Holocaust and uh, what happened with the Jews, uh, that was terrible. It was demonic. But, but beauty came out of that because Israel was birthed, the nation was birthed out of that. And I want to encourage some people here today who are watching and listening, do not be fearful. Do not be terrified about when you hear the bad news and things that are uh, that are happening in the world. I want you to be encouraged because God's about to do something, something enormous. There's an end-time revival coming. Uh, you said something. Uh, I, I've studied the life of Branham, and
0: since the days of Jesus and the apostles, we haven't seen miracles of that nature. Mm. You're saying to me that you see the average Christian walking in that kind of power?
1: I, I see the average Christian in a corporate level walking in a realm. See, William Branham was a forerunner also of the future, And I believe the the bride of Christ is going to be moving in this realm in a corporate level, moving in the spirit of Elijah, uh, moving with signs and wonders and power, and even having influence, not just with, and and it will be with the community, but also with government leaders. You know what? I am so excited about the times we're living in. Yeah. Most
0: people, they're fearful. They got their shotguns and their stored food. And I'm saying, bring it on, God. I want to see those same miracles. I want to see creative miracles. I want to see someone without a heart be given a new heart. I want to see cancer just disappear. I I, I want to see the goods, and I'm going to see it in my lifetime. And you are, you want something more get the book and the whole package for investment of $45
1: yevere Dunai do nai vegish mara gha <laughs> era do nai fane
0: To place a credit card order for today's offer, call anytime at 1-800-447-2697. That's one 800 447 Twenty-six ninety-seven, or log on to our website at www.sidroth.org. to hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show. It's Supernatural. Visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. Discover how you can begin watching for free our 24-hour, seven-day-a-week TV network, ISN, the It's Supernatural Network. You can write me at Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. That's Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.